live. Good to see everyone. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Recovering down here from Hurricane Ian, Northport, Florida, 13,000 South Trail right here at Foundation Church. The church itself was severely damaged, but we are functional. We are going, we will be, I, I don't know exactly whether we'll be broadcasting or not. Uh, it will be broadcast on Sunday. Now there's my producer, Aaron. We will be broadcasting Sunday morning. It'll be a somewhat abbreviated uh, service because we're not going to have uh, like children's church, nursery, things like that, because they were all uh, rain damaged slash wind damaged. So, you know, it'll be a little bit abbreviated, but we'll be going live on Sunday. We'll be going live also Saturday night. Also on the Christian Television Network with the podcast, but we're getting it. We're rising from the ashes. Lots of damage was done, but we will get there. We'll get it all, get it all fixed, and uh, get back to where we were. Actually, we'll get back to better than we were before. So anyway, Thursday night live. Here we go. Now here's the thing. I want to address one thing that I saw you know, on the pre on the pregame when it kind of actually probably should have made that. Um, during the normal podcast, because it's just so irritating. I had to, I actually had to talk about it where you had DeSantis asked by Sean Hannity. That's not the one, Aaron, but um, it was, I mean, you have the right video. I'm, I'm talking to my producer. That's not, that's not what I'm going to talk about right now. So you can, you can take it off. That'll be a while till I get to that. I can see videos that were about to go on. If you're wondering what I'm talking about, I can see videos that are about to go on. That's not the one I needed. So I don't need a video right now. But it was the it was the video in the in the pregame where Sean Hannity is actually talking to Governor DeSantis about Kamala Harris's statement that the recovery in Florida. Now, basically, just so everybody understands what's happening in Florida, you probably already do. And some of my what I say to you may be redundant because I have no live Internet anywhere but where I'm sitting right now. So you can see my face, how sunburned it is. I'm out working all day trying to get my house in order. Um, at our, you know, our pool cage blown away. We have massive water damage inside my house. Lots of different things. About a hundred, hundred, hundred plus thousand dollars worth of damage done to my house. So I'm working there all day with brush and everything else. Also helping neighbors, but I don't have any internet out there. Nothing. Absolutely zero. I can barely text. I have to be in the right position to send out text messages or answer, answer phone calls. But what she was taught at, you know, Kamala Harris was commenting that, the destruction in Florida, the rebuilding of Florida needs to be done in an equitable manner, a racially equitable manner. Now, let's let's look at this now. Where the basically the path of destruction goes from Naples, which is about an hour and a half south from where I'm sitting now. The eye of the storm came through approximately where I'm sitting, right? Now, approximately. It came to a Boca Grande, which is basically Inglewood, Florida. Cape Hayes, Florida, which is all basically the same thing, came through. The people who got the worst of the winds was us. The worst of the flooding was south of us. And we have flooding here, too. Lots of houses ruined for forever here in Northport, Florida. The mayor of Northport, Florida, went on Facebook. You can pull this up right now if you want to. You, might, you can look it up on Facebook. I couldn't see it because I can't. I don't have Internet at my home. So, um he came out and was raging against the Biden administration for not responding to Northport the way that he wanted to, whatever. But here's the thing. None of it has anything to do. Recovery has nothing to do with anybody's skin color. Absolutely nothing. Nor does their hoax climate change response where people who are most adversely affected by climate change are people who are minorities. How is, how is that? 
Explain how that works. So they, they get more, I mean, it, it actually shows that Kamala Harris is a racist. So you're saying that, that, that storm clouds form over people of color? It, I mean, is that what you're saying? Is that, that, that the sky spots people of a low socioeconomic status, that the sky spots them and forms dark clouds over them? in hurricane conditions, and rains on all of the people of color? No, I mean, the way that it works with a hurricane from Naples, very, very wealthy people all the way up the coast to, you know, basically to the middle of Sarasota County were adversely affected. So about a two-hour block, about a two-hour drive was adversely affected by this massive storm. And I'm talking about massively affected. Lives destroyed, businesses destroyed, houses that'll never be back. Boats floating down highways. I mean, it was bad. I mean, really, really bad. One of the streets that I travel down all the, all, all the time, which is way above sea level, had waist high water on it. That's how bad it was. And Kamala Harris wants everybody to rebuild based on equity. Well, what sense does that make? Basically how it works is whatever you got, whatever happened to you, whatever insurance you have in place. Like I have a $20,000 deductible on my house. My wife's probably like, she's sitting over here to my right. Shut up. Stop talking about our house. But I can't help it. I'm a very transparent person. Got a $20,000 deductible on my house. So twenty grand right now, I just wrote a $5,000 check um, you know, three, four hours ago to the mold company. It's going to tear out my walls. So basically, I'm twenty grand out no matter what. $20,000 out of pocket no matter what. This is the way it is. It's gone. My pool cage, gone. That's not going to my insurance. That's gone. And I just spent three to $4,000 on the pool cage updating it. And that bought me about three hours in the storm until it blew away. So anyway, everyone's laughing in the studio here. So there's no equity involved here. There's nothing to, the federal government's not building jack squat. I'm hoping that the federal government comes through for me and picks up my lawn trash. And you know, it's for once in my, and once in my life, I said this on the Tuesday podcast, I've been paying in you know federal income tax now for you know since I was 16 years old. You know, I've been paying into that, and I'm hoping that for the first time in my life, I'm going to make uh, you know an actual. Uh, I'm I'm actually going to require something of the federal government in that they come in. FEMA comes in and picks up all of the debris. And I'm talking about in my neighborhood alone. My neighborhood only has like 30 or 40 houses in the middle of nowhere, and. You know, there's stacks and stuff. I mean, everybody's pine trees blew over, broke in half. There was, I think there was a tornado touchdown. You know, my, my shed that weighs somewhere in the neighborhood of 10,000 pounds was actually pushed two feet backwards. That's how powerful the winds were. So, and there's just debris everywhere. I'm stacks and stacks, road after road after road, thousands upon millions upon billions of tons of, of debris is going to have to be picked up. And we're hoping that we're going to actually, you know, make, make a demand on the federal government and they can come in and pick up all that stuff. But that's how it works. There, there, there is nothing. Now, people who are in need, it's like here at the church, we drove around with bags of food donated to us by Rodney Howard Brown, the River Church Tampa, donated food to us. And then 
we're going to hand out. There's also families in our church that we're going to give cash to. That was also donated by the River Church in Tampa, Florida. God bless the River Church. God bless uh, Revival Today Ministries has also made a large donation to our church. That's, that's Pastor Jonathan Shuttlesworth, also known as Evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. Two of the greatest men of God in our country stood in the midst of it all. Jonathan Shuttlesworth and uh, Rodney Howard Brown, to my, two, my two leaders in the faith. Pastor Rodney is my pastor. Pastor Jonathan is my evangelist. Love them both for coming through for us here at Foundation Church Big. But basically, people will recover according to what they have insurance on. That's it. I mean, that's how it is, unless you have cash on hand. That's the way that it is. There's nothing equitable about it. There's nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with gender. I mean, are transgenders going to have their houses rebuilt by FEMA? I mean, what, what are we talking about? If you went and got your penis lopped off, does that qualify you for a federal loan? I mean, I'm just curious. Is that how it works? So, I mean, what are, what are these people even talking about? They're absolute buffoons out of their element. We're seeing, thank God for Ron DeSantis, because can you imagine if Joe Biden was in charge of hurricane recovery in the state of Florida? Can you imagine if Charlie Crist, who's all in favor of vaccine passports, was in charge of hurricane recovery in the state of Florida. God forbid. All right, so let's get off of the hurricane. I don't like to talk about it that much anyway because, man, every other every day it's something new with this stupid thing. But again, we will be victorious. 2 Corinthians 2.14. Now, thanks be unto God, which always, always causes us to triumph in Christ, and we will triumph. We will rise up better than we've ever been before in Jesus' mighty name. All right, let's move on to Joe Biden now. This is great because... Right now, there's not a whole lot of Vax news out. The Vax, you know, which I have some, but Vax, we know, is killing people left and right. We, we got all that, and we'll get to that. But it actually enables me to deep dive in, into some things. Now, this is a real Mac, real Mac report video. Jesse Waters sets it up. Play it for me. My source tells me that Hunter Biden rejected a pretty sweet plea deal, and they were going to have him plea, no prison time, a couple million dollars in fines, and he turned it down. That was a bad idea because now I'm hearing it's about $15 million in fines and they're throwing more felonies that he has to plead to. We're hearing about whistleblowers that are coming out in the FBI. We're hearing about possible more whistleblowers who know and have done business with the Biden family, possibly coming out publicly. When the Republicans take the House, who's it going to be? Jim Jordan, one of these guys is going to have the gavel and they're going to be calling associates of the Biden family to testify under oath on live television. They will be subpoenaing Treasury records that show these suspicious wire transfers from China and Russia and God knows where. They're not going to be able to stop that. CNN, MSNBC, they haven't seen this evidence, but you're going to have Tony B. You're going to have more people coming out under oath answering questions. This is not a Hunter story. This is a Joe Biden story. The House of Cards could fall if they keep the pressure on. Think about this. If you follow the evidence to where this is going, Joe Biden's a traitor because Joe Biden was going to be the front man for China's Belt and Road Initiative. China's Belt and Road Initiative was the biggest challenge to United States supremacy we've ever had. This is their imperial commercial strategy to supplant the United States as the number one world power. They were paying the Biden family to be the face of that, the American face of the Chinese Belt and Road. And Biden was getting paid to do that. So he I, I have no I don't see how you can keep this under wraps for that much longer. And this might be the perfect excuse for the Democrats 
to say, hey, Joe, yeah, we go. don't want you to run anymore. Here's a good excuse why you're not going to. One of the things that they say um, on the Democratic. So there we go. So sus- suspicious wire transfers. Is that true? Absolutely very true. Is Joe Biden a traitor? Absolutely is. Now here's now here's some empir- empirical truth. Here's some empirical data for you. This is Peter Schweitzer wrote wrote the very famous book Clinton Cash. Now here's some specifics. Play it for me. The Biden family. Joe Biden's been in government forever. Let me ask you a question on this, Peter Schweitzer. Did the communist Chinese regime make it part of their mission? to invest in the Biden family, knowing full well that Joe Biden was a longtime career politician with lots of influence? I think there's no question, Mark. Uh, And look, uh, we spent more than a year investigating red-handed, and one of the most startling things we uncovered is the simple fact that the Biden family, while he was vice president of the United States and continuing when he became president, uh, received some $31 million from Chinese uh, individuals who are linked to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. $31 million, whoa. Yep, yep, $31 million. Uh, And these deals, uh, which we lay out in the book, um, were carried out by a couple of individuals. Uh, One is a guy named Che Feng. Uh, Hunter Biden in the Hunter Biden emails refers to him as the super chairman. That's kind of his nickname for him. Uh, And he says in one email, I don't believe in the lottery anymore, but I believe in the super chairman. Now, who is Che Feng? He's kind of this sketchy uh, Chinese uh, businessman. His business partner at the time that he was striking deals with Hunter Biden, his business partner was the vice minister at the Ministry for State Security. Um, He was in charge of, among other things, recruiting foreign nationals to spy for China. He was the head of something called the Number 8 Bureau. Um, It doesn't get any higher than that. Uh, These are the sorts of individuals that were striking deals with Hunter Biden. Um, In this particular case, Che Feng happened to to help a $20 million deal be secured. Uh, Another individual that helped arrange that deal uh, uh, is a guy named Mr. Zhao. Uh, Mr. Zhao helped with that $20 million deal. He also sent $5 million to Hunter Biden, uh, and he sent that money from a very interesting business called Harvest Global. So you have Mr. Zhao sending $5 million. Who's his business partner, Mark? His business partner is the daughter of the former head of the Ministry of State Security. This is the guy who runs the entire spy apparatus for China. Um, Again, it does not get any higher than that. So what this means, Mark, is that in total, the Biden family got $31 million. They performed no discernible legitimate business activities as I can find for that $31 million. And it all, every single deal came from individuals tied at the highest levels to the Chinese intelligence apparatus. So there's no question in my mind that they were targeted by the Chinese. Uh, And for the life of me, Mark, this is unprecedented. I don't know of a time in American history where the American first family uh, has had this kind of a financial bond with a foreign intelligence service, particularly a foreign intelligence service that wants to uh, defeat the United States in global competition. Now, we need to understand something here. This is a national 
emergency. We have a we have a compromised White House. Joe Biden and Hunter Biden have received thirty-one million dollars from the CCP. From the let, let's let's retrace the steps here. You have Xi Fang, another Fang. So we have Fang Fang, who was sleeping with Intel Committee. Oh my gosh, Intel Committee member. Eric Swalwell from the Democratic Party, Fang Fang, and when she was discovered by somehow the FBI tripped over itself and actually found a Chinese spy for once in their lives, when she was exposed, she disappeared off the planet. She was actually taken back by the number eight bureau, which is the Chinese spy apparatus. They are the NSA of China, the CIA of China. She was taken back, withdrawn from the United States. Nobody even knows how. There's no flight. Nothing. That's who was sleeping with Intel. Now, Intel means what? Um, those are the ones who are receiving Intel, Intel briefings from the CIA, NSA, FBI, ATF, and other federal agencies all the time. And you had Eric Swalwell sleeping with Fang Fang. That was her first name, Fang. Last name, Fang. This guy's first name is Shay. His last name is Fang. Fang must be like Smith in China. So you have Shay Fang, who Hunter Biden called the super chairman. He was partners with who? The vice minister, the active, on-duty, current vice minister with the Ministry for State Security. You know what the Ministry for State Security is? That is the spy apparatus. It's called the number eight bureau. That is the spy apparatus for China. That's who's sending Hunter Biden, 10% of the big guy, $31 million. 31, and we talk, somehow we talk about Donald Trump's business acquisitions, Donald Trump's business practices. $31 million goes to the Bidens. So then you also have another player that secured, that was part of securing a $20 million deal for Hunter. Now we have to ask, what services is Hunter providing? We know that he's good at smoking crack. We got that. We know that he's good at lying to the ATF and, re- and falsely receiving a concealed weapons permit. We've got that. We know that he's good at procuring Russian hookers, Slavic hookers, American high dollar hookers. He's really good at all that. We, we understand that. But Mr. Zhao here is sending, is securing, it's Zhao, it's S-H-A-O, is securing a $20 million deal for Hunter Biden to do what? See, and then personally sent Mr. Zhao, that's a $20 million deal probably to one of of Hunter's, you know, Rosemont Seneca firms or whatever his fraudulent firms that he's formed, the LLCs he's formed over the years. So Zhao secures a $20 million deal for Hunter, we got that. And then personally, Mr. Zhao, remember now, these are all people that are uh, are aligned with the, uh, I'm trying to make sure I get the name right, the, the Ministry for, 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 for State Security. They're all aligned with them. He's personally, so basically, the Chinese CIA, the Chinese FBI combined as one, sent $5 million to Hunter personally. And, and at the time, Joe Biden was either was either president or vice president of the United States when these things are happening. This is this was happening. And and he sent it through the Zhao sent it through an outfit called the Harvest Global. It's just another LLC that they pull. And who was he partners with? 
the daughter of the former head. So he's dealing with the vice minister of the minister for state security and the daughter of the former head of the minister for state security. That's who he's dealing with. Now, what are these people, what, what business is Hunter Biden conducting with the former, with the, with the daughter of the former head of the CIA for China and the current second in command of the CIA for China sending $31, $31 million to the Bidens. And that's, that's still besides the $1.5 billion in 2004, $1.5 billion now with a B, that Hunter Biden procured when he flew over on Air Force Two with Joe Biden for his consultancy fees from a CCP control bank. He flies over to Beijing on Air Force Two, secures a deal for $1.5 billion to be given to him for his consultancy fees, along with many other partners. He didn't receive all of the $1.5 billion personally. But consultancy, how is, how is Hunter Biden going to consult, give, give counsel to an international banking apparatus in China. What, what does Hunter Biden have to do with any of that? This is, this is who is in the White House right now. And the DOJ is doing absolutely nothing. Everything, everything. And I'm going to deep dive into this. That, Hunter Bi- that, that Joe Biden does actually benefits or protects China. Now look at this now. Now what are the consequences of these things? Because if you've received, now think about it. If you've received $31 billion from the security, i.e. the spy apparatus of China, what do they have on you? They have leverage on you. That's why you never, what name one thing Joe Biden has done that is in any way uh, adversarial to China. Name one thing, one thing that he's done since he's been president for the last 20 months. One thing that he's done that's adversarial China. Is anybody trying to hold China accountable for the China virus? I mean, allegedly there's 1.2 million Americans died and we're $8 trillion more in debt because of it. $31 trillion we just crossed over on Tuesday afternoon. So we would only be $23 trillion in debt, but because of COVID we're $31 trillion in debt. Is, is Joe Biden holding them accountable? Is he, is he, whatever happened to the World Health Organization investigation into the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the Chinese Academy of Sciences? What happened in Wuhan, China? What happened with that? Is, does anybody talk about it anymore? Where, where, what's happening? Why do, why do we never hear about the persecutions that are going on in China? The, the, the lockdowns and the people dying of starvation and, and, the, and the Uyghur Muslim abuse, the experimentation, the rape and the abuse of the Uyghur Muslims happening in China every day. Why do we not hear about any of those things? Because China bought Joe. $31 billion is pure, that's totally and completely traceable by Peter Schweitzer. What's the name of the book? Red-handed, get the book. It's totally, I mean, it's, it's irrefutable. They received... $31 billion from Zhao and from Fang, both of them linked with the Chinese spy apparatus. So what are some of the consequences of soft-handedness on China? Here's Rep. Matt Gates. Play it for me, Will. We're behind in hypersonics. We failed to deter Russia. Last year, so what do you, what do you, what do you mean we're behind in hypersonics? How, how do you... Okay, how do you, who do you, who's ahead in hypersonics? How do you make that assessment? China's move to deploy uh, hypersonic weapons more aggressively than the United States has, definitely. Uh, They have fielded more capability than we have. 
and they have fairly aggressive development programs in a number of areas. I wouldn't put a number. More aggressive than ours. They're testing and developing more, they're fielding more, and they're more capable, right? That's the essence of this thing? They have invested more, and they are more capable, but you have to be very careful about these well, comparisons. I mean, th thank you. That is just like exactly the opposite of what Secretary Lloyd Austin said. How do you make that assessment? I don't know. How, is, may, is I make that assessment one? because is China is fielding hypersonic weapons systems, and we are still developing them. Are I make that assessment because Russia actually used or development of By the way, your own people brief us that we are behind and that China is winning. Are, are you aware of the briefings we get on hypersonics? I am certainly aware of briefings that we provide to, to Congress. And once again, you see, these people are way out of their element. Lloyd Austin has no business in public office. Joe Biden doesn't. Kamala Harris doesn't. Jill Biden doesn't. Uh, Mayorkas doesn't. Anybody else I could, that pops into my name, pops into my head from the Biden administration, they're all just, just, just buffoons. It's, it's just unbelievable. It's one gaffe after another. You have Lloyd Austin saying, well, what, 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 what do you mean we're behind in hypersonics? Who's told you that? Um, your own people who brief us all the time. Well, what do you mean we're behind in, in hypersonic, uh, hypersonics? Well, the Secretary of the Air Force, Kendall, when asked point blank, are we behind in hypersonics? Guess what your Secretary of the Air Force, Kendall, said? Yes, we're behind in hypersonics. And then after that, after that interview, after that statement, Lloyd Austin, in his, in his just buffoonery, is going, what do you mean we're behind in hypersonics? You're, the Secretary of the Air Force said we are before you ever took the stage, before you ever came to the podium. And these people are out of their element. Lloyd Austin has no business being the Secretary of Defense. And you, you can see, ever since he's taken over, our armed forces are a joke, an absolute joke. Mark Milley has no business being the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. McKenzie has no business being the CENTCON commander, no business at all. These are the same buffoons that cost us 13 military service lives at the Abbey Gate in Afghanistan. And then to make up for it, they drone striked a family of 10, killing eight children. And then did the same thing, not a couple months later in Afghanistan, where they droned another family, killing seven more kids. That's who's in charge right now. These are the people that are in charge. We are falling behind China because we're purposely falling behind China. What do you mean, Tom? Joe Biden's received $31 million from them. You, you can't, we can't, we can't connect the dots. Hunter Biden allegedly, I'll believe it when I see it, is on the verge of an indictment for tax crimes and for illegally ascertaining a firearm. We'll, 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 you know, that came out in the Washington Post. If I have time, I'll read you the, I'll read you the excerpt from the article. But if you're wondering why we are being passed, who has the most technologically advanced Navy on the planet? It is not us. It is China. Why would we not be rushing to catch up? Why, why would we not be rushing to catch up in hypersonic technology? We see, we see these UFOs all the time that's gotten a lot of airplay now. Where, where do they come from? Unidentified flying? We don't know. Could it be Chinese hypersonic technology that the Air Force Secretary says has far advanced the United States? They're testing things that we have not even developed yet. They're in test phase. And, you have, and, and, and all Lloyd Austin cares about is butt covering so that when he's done with his newest role of Secretary of Defense, which he's a complete clown, complete buffoon, when he's done, he'll go back to Honeywell or Raytheon. I can't remember which one he was on. 
Raytheon, according to my producer Aaron. So he'll go back, he'll go back to Raytheon. And he'll have he'll have his corporate job. He'll he'll sign a bunch of contracts now for billions of dollars for future contracts for Raytheon. And then lo and behold, he'll get the Raytheon job. Well, here's Marco Rubio. Because of the left's war on fossil fuels, listen to this, play for me. You don't put oil in your car, you put gasoline. That has to be refined. Those refineries have been closed in America because you have an administration that says, we don't want any more fossil fuels. Who's going to invest more money in an industry that the president and his party is trying to put out of business? You know who has the most unused refining capacity in the world today? The most untapped refining capacity? China. While we were shutting down our refineries, they are expanding theirs. They're sitting in the catbird seat, rubbing their hands, waiting for Biden to go to them and beg them to process more and refine more oil so we can have more gasoline. Because of cowardly rhino Republicans and because of the globalist left run out of Davos, Switzerland, the World Economic Forum, we have not built a refinery in this country for how long? Does anybody know? How long has it been since we built a refinery? 27 years. 27 years we have not built a refinery in 20 i mean can you imagine see i'm i'm a i'm a tech idiot okay i'm not i'm not smart when it comes to tech but can you imagine the technological differences between a refinery that was built today (laughs) my producer just laughed made me laugh today versus one 27 years ago 1995 am i getting the math right is that right yeah my producer aaron was two 27 years ago that's the last time we built a refinery but lo and behold it's so weird isn't it that both for establishment republicans rhino republicans who receive lots and lots of money from china through back sources and of course the globalist leftist democrats were nothing but the finger puppets for the world economic forum isn't it funny how everything everything benefits china You have LeBron James who claims all sort of equity problems with law enforcement here, but doesn't worry about the rapes and uh, Mengele-style experimentations being done on the Uyghur Muslims, not to mention this colossal abuse and enslavement of the Lao Beijing inside of China, which is the non-CCP element of China, which is the majority of China, by the way, is the Lao Beijing. He doesn't care about any of that. What he cares about is that about seven, on average, about seven unarmed black men are killed by the police every year. About 19 white men are killed. And people are always, again, I know you've heard this a lot if you, if you watch TLP. And people are always like, well, of course, well, of course there's more white people that are killed unarmed by the police because they're 60% of the population and black Americans are only 13% of the population. Problem is, is the black Americans commit 56% of all violent crime, so their chances, their odds of involvement with law enforcement are far higher than the white community is. Doesn't mean that the white community is not rapists and murderers and robbers, but so is the black community. So they have a lots, they have lots of contact with law enforcement. So that's how it works. So LeBron James is real concerned about that, but not at all concerned about the this absolute systemic abuse so far the ccp is responsible for between four and five hundred million i repeat with an m and that's what we know about deaths inside of china that's what there's and 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 lebron james has no problem pimping and whoring himself to china but gets very upset and takes a knee when you have a questionable shooting inside the united states that's who these people are complete hierarchical hypocrites that's that's who they are so back to the refineries think about this 
So while we're not building inner refineries for the last 27 years, what's China been doing for the last 27 years? While we're not building refineries, they are building the largest, I repeat, the largest. It's, it's, everyone needs to understand the difference here. You have oil production. That's one thing. Great. Which we're not doing any of that either. And then you have refining ability. Now we have basically, that's why we have shortages here. Why we have short and why you have gas price. Now I know there's other politics involved right now, but I'm talking about when things are good. You have spikes in one area, non-spikes in other, droppages in one, spikes in other. It has to do with the refining capacity. Where you have jet fuel goes through the roof, your ticket prices go through the roof. That's because there's refineries that are set for diesel, that are set for regular, that are set for ethanol, that are set for jet fuel, and it and they can't just reset. So that's why you have, and because we have so few refineries in the United States, that's why you see shortages and price hikes, depending on whether it's jet, whether it's uh, diesel, whatever it may be. It all depends on where the refineries are set at specific times. So while we're lessening, and by the way, if you're not building, you're lessening. And, I, and we, we actually have less refineries now than we did 27 years ago. So not only are we not building them, we're actually shutting refineries down. And while we're doing that, China is building the largest refinery capacity on the planet. Well, what good does that do, Tom? Because they're not a major oil producer. No, it's everything. You ha- they are right now receiving. Oh, put up the next one for me. Here you go. China is making billions by buying gas from Russia. Why would they be doing that? Are they buying gas or are they buying oil? China is rerouting U.S. liquefied natural gas to Europe at a big profit. Now, how are they doing that? Look at the bottom. How did they receive? It's in, well, how did they receive our natural gas? That's weird, isn't it? I, I, oh, that's right. Joe Biden sold it to them. Joe Biden sent, uh, sent some of our uh, strategic oil reserve to China. That's strange. And they, it, everything, everything, always remember, He's received $31 million from China, not to mention the $1.5 billion that Hunter secured. How, 10% to the big guy. 10% of a billion is what? It's 1,000, 100 million? That's 100 million, right? So who knows what Joe Biden got out of that deal? So China is expanding their refinery capacity while we're diminishing ours. Joe Biden is selling them natural gas and oil from our oil reserves that they can refine and then sell back to to europe and you look at look at the headline there china's making billions by buying gas from russia now let's let's tie this together shall we so why are they buying it from russia because joe biden although we're still receiving russian gas he likes to pretend we're not but we are russian russian oil by the way so what what happened with ukraine of course so it's all it's all tied to ukraine so you have the ukraine Everybody boycotted Russia because Russia invaded Ukraine. And if you watch the TLP, you'll know where I stand on this. So you have Zelensky, Voldemar Zelensky, prime minister of dictator, dictator of Ukraine. It's not a democracy. Notice how all that democracy talk has has gone. Remember, it used to be uh, a pandemic of the unvaccinated. For some reason, that's gone as vaccinated people drop dead all over the planet. And the only ones being infected by the BA5 and BA4 variant is the vaccinated. Remember, that's all that pandemic. That's all gone now. Hole in the ozone layer, that's gone now. Nobody's talking about that either. And nobody's, nobody's saying that we need to be fighting for the democracy 
inside of Ukraine because Ukraine's not a democracy. He's banned all opposition uh, parties and all opposition media. If you want to watch anything in Ukraine, you got one television show and it's pro Zelensky. So that would, it's not a democracy. So you have WEF member Zelensky, Voldemort Zelensky, invaded by World Economic Forum young global leader and w, World Economic Forum member uh, Vladimir Putin invades. So you have WEF invading WEF. Now, what does WEF want is global control. Now, what's happening, though, is so you have everybody boycotts Russia, Russian fuel. While we subsidize Ukraine, Joe Biden, World Economic Forum member, subsidizing Ukraine with billions and billions will be up to somewhere in the 70 billion dollar range remember our southern border the border wall cost eight billion we've given 70 of them we're a country 31 trillion dollars in debt subsidizing Voldemar Zelensky so we're actually in a way subsidizing an ongoing war in an ongoing boycott of Russian fuel right so that that's what's happening now in the midst of that China is initiating its belt and road initiative inside of inside of Ukraine and it was solicited by Voldemar Zelensky. China is buying Russian gas while then subsidizing Zelensky. So are all three of these, and of course Xi Jinping, also a member of the World Economic Forum. Funny how it all works to benefit all three of those leaders. Zelensky's gotten way wealthier. Zelensky's, I mean, Zelensky's gotten way wealthier. Putin's their economy in Russia is booming. And of course, Xi Jinping. Now, people talk about the economic collapse inside of China. That's because of their fraudulent number system, their fraudulent way that they actually represent numbers. It's coming back to bite them. But not in, not in fossil fuels. All right, let's go to the next one. Rona McDaniel video, or tweet, yeah, video. Um, now, this is calling out. Here's John, John Kerry, also World Economic Forum member, asked about the atrocities inside of China. Play it for me. How in your in the several months of meetings uh, behind the scenes with China, did you bring up some of those very contentious issues, um, such as use, the use of forced labor in Xinjiang for uh, for building solar panels? How did you address it, and how did you kind of overcome that in reaching this final? Well, we're honest. We're honest about the differences, and we certainly know uh, what they are, and we've articulated them. And but that's not my lane here. That's uh, my job is to be the climate guy. His job is not to talk about the atrocities inside of China. His job is to be the climate guy, which they use. Climate is used to benefit China. Everything under a Democratic Party leadership is used to benefit China. Climate change benefits China. COVID benefited China. The people who owned all the PPE equipment was China. We, we own no mass. The, the, the Obama administration uh, to, used up all the PPE equipment. So the only place to buy it, lo and behold, again, look at that. All the PPE equipment was gone. I'm not saying whether Trump should have recognized it or not. I can't, the guy can't do everything. But all the PPE equipment is gone. And lo and behold, that was done during the Obama slash Biden administration. And then Biden comes in and, and, and that benefits China because the only people making it is China. Once again, Obama Biden benefiting China. I mean, everything, every last thing they do benefits China and China is never held accountable for one thing they, they do. Where's the worldwide outrage about the torture? 
Where's the worldwide outrage? Everyone believes that seven to nine million people have died of COVID. Where's the worldwide outrage? I don't believe those numbers. I'm just using their numbers against them. Where's the worldwide outrage? Now, here's Newsmax. Here's a little little prophetical statement made by Donald Trump in 20 seconds. Play it for me, Will. I think it was obvious to smart people that's where it came from. I have no doubt about it. I had no doubt about it. Uh, I was criticized by the press because China has a lot of people taken care of. They took care of Hunter. They took care of Joe. They took care of everybody, didn't they? And people didn't want to say China. Uh, Usually they blame it on Russia. It's always Russia, Russia, Russia. So he knows. He knows where this might Because these transactions are really public knowledge. The FBI now has them. The FBI has them on Hunter's laptop. Allegedly on a verge, on the verge of indictment, but it's under tax thing. But maybe, maybe it, it should be, you know, under espionage. If you have $31 million coming from the Chinese spy apparatus to, to the Biden family, to the Biden, I mean, there ought to be, a, I mean, this should be, the, this should be the story of the century. This should be worldwide news. Think about it. I mean, again, just reverse it. If this was a Trump, if this was a DeSantis, this was a Cruz. And speaking of Ted Cruz, here's the video right here. America needs to hold China accountable. Play it for me, Will. China poses the single greatest geopolitical threat to the United States over the next century. One of the really disturbing patterns that we've seen with Biden nominee after Biden nominee is a warm embrace of China. One thing has become very clear. The Biden administration does not plan to hold China responsible for anything. Biden's nominee to be ambassador of the United Nations disclosed just a little over a year ago. She gave a paid speech before a Confucius Institute. Confucius Institutes are paid for by the Chinese Communist Party, praising China and saying America needs to be more like China. I asked multiple Biden nominees whether they would maintain Huawei, a global espionage company masquerading as a telecom company on the entities list not a single one of the biden nominees was willing to commit to keep huawei on that list this is dangerous that this administration as a policy decision is embracing and getting into bed with china what a beautiful history we wrote together It's funny. I mean, think about it. They would he be? Would he be? You know, uh, toasting, you know, with champagne with Kim Jong Un. Why? Why Xi Jinping and not Kim Jong Un? Xi Jinping's atrocities dwarf anything that Kim Jong Un has ever done. Dwarf it. Yet it would be taboo to be toasting and tinging your little your China. You know, actually China glasses with Chinese with with Xi Jinping. The premier of China, right? I mean, it, it's it's unbelievable what's happened. The number one threat to America, it's always Russia, 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 which, by the way, we've pushed into the hands of China with with all of our sanctions against Russia, where you have a, a basically a regional conflict for the eastern side of Russian-speaking Ukraine. It's none of our business. But all that we've done is benefited the World Economic Forum with our embargoes, with our boycotts against Russia. All we've done is, is, is benefited the World Economic Forum, benefited Russia, and even benefited Volodymyr Zelensky. So it's very funny. See, Volodymyr Zelensky will not have any problem with heating this winter. Nothing. He will not have any part. But the very people that are supporting uh, 
was allegedly supporting him by boycotting Russia. They're all going to be, people don't know what's going to happen in Europe. This, this is, this is real deal stuff right now. I mean, we, we in Florida, we don't see winners. A lot of Americans don't see winners till you get north of the Mason Dixon line, even north of that way north of that when you get up in like the upper peninsula of michigan vermont new hampshire maine north dakota real winners okay like that, that's what's going to be happening with people who don't have any oil to burn because of the boycott of russia in support of Volodymyr Zelensky, who is now part of the belt and road initiative coming out of china who is allies with russia you're tom are you saying that they're all in it together yes under the World Economic Forum, all of these dictators are benefiting personally. China, back to China, is buying up land. Now, here is a real leader, but we, the, number, the number one private land, farmland owner in America is Bill Gates. Number two is the CCP. Bill Gates owns just under 300,000 acres of private farmland in America. Right, next, right, right after him, is the CCP holding just under 200,000 acres of the Chinese Communist Party, enemy of the United States, owns 200,000 acres of private farmland in America. Here's what DeSantis had to say about that. Play it for me. To pass a bill to prohibit the purchase of these lands, including lands near military bases, by China and other countries of concern. And yes, there's the danger of having this land misused for intelligence or military purposes, but put that aside. We saw what happened with COVID when almost all this stuff was made in China. Why would you want them to be involved in our own food supply and our chain, uh, supply chain here in the United States? They've got enough power over this uh, throughout the, the globe, and we need to work on more on reshoring a lot of our own manufacturing capacity, uh, working with other countries that are less hostile to us, because China pretty much had us, and we were at their mercy about whether we were going to get a lot of these important medical supplies. Think about how ludicrous the system is that is being that is being emboldened by the Biden administration. If China stopped trading with us right now, our economy collapses. There's many essentials, including medical supplies. I'm talking about medicines that keep people alive. Not just talking about illegal. They're they're killing 107,000 Americans a year. Yes, the CCP is doing that. And they're doing it on purpose by sending fentanyl through the southern border. We got that. But they are also, they also develop many of the medicines that keep Americans alive. Not to mention the PPE and all that masks and all the ridiculous crap that people are still wearing alone driving around in cars. But China, if they stop trading with us today, would shut down our economy. Now, vice versa, their economy shuts down too. But think about how ridiculous it is that we depend on our number one strategic threat economically. We depend on them economically. That'd be back in the day, for those of you who are old enough to remember, like me, when the number one strategic threat, to, I mean, back then, China was pretty much a backwoods society. Back, back when I was a kid, late 70s, early 80s, the number one threat to America was, was uh, obviously was Russia. Um, so, I mean, that... that but back then, think about it. If it was Russia back then, USSR, actually, United Soviet Socialist Republic, the USSR 
which was vaster. Ukraine was part, brought, it was part of that. Poland was part of that. Everything was part of that. All under the Iron Curtain, half of Berlin, all that stuff. So the number one threat to America then was the USSR. And think about if, our, if we would, at, at that time, all of our economy depended on them. None of our economy. We didn't have basically any trade with Russia at that time, including fuel. We, we don't ever need, by the way, just so everybody knows, whenever there's a fuel shortage, please understand that that's been purposely strapped onto your back, lumped onto your shoulders. There's no reason for a fuel shortage ever. We have at least, at least three Saudi Arabias inside of America, and we're begging Saudi Arabia to produce more fuel. And here's just a little bit from the last DeSantis, DeSantis clip from the Washington Examiner. And they're talking about, about China buying up land inside of the United States. Fu Fang Group, a huge agricultural company with significant links to the Chinese government. Of course, there is no Chinese business that's not run by the CCP. If there is a McDonald's inside of China, and this drove me nuts about Anthony Fauci, even though he knows better, he's just saying it for propagandist purposes because he's just a world economic forum actor. Anything that creates a worldwide economy that makes him rich is all that he cares about. He care about the security of the United States. Anything that has any, is any way linked to China, business-wise, is run by the CCP. Few fan group of the CCP, a huge agricultural company with significant links to the Chinese government, purchased 370 acres at, at a location for its new wet corn mill in the agribusiness park just, sh- just a short distance from Grand Forks Air Force Base. Washington Examiner, the department also released a report saying that through the end of 2019, China's in- China investors held, this was just 2019, so three, three years ago, Chinese investors held 191,652 acres of U.S. agricultural land at the time. The agency said in 2018 that the incorporation of agricultural investment into broader geopolitical objectives is reflected by the preeminence of the Chinese government's One Belt and Road initiative, which Volodymyr Zelensky just signed up for. Now we're shifting into COVID, but I'm going to do it via china because that's all we've talked about so far is china and we need to be talking about china people don't get overly excited i lose viewers whenever i'm talking about china because it's not you know conspiracy theory it's it's not you know you know vaccine conspiracy there's not anything that you know it's not alex jones-esque enough i know i love alex jones and believe most of what he says is correct however it's not alex jones enough for them so they lose it, but that's our eyes needs to be our eyes need to be firmly planted on China, and it's not purposely so because the people whose eyes need to be on China have purposely averted their eyes from China because they are they are benefiting from that aversion fiscally. They are they are they are benefiting from that financially. Joe Biden, thirty one million dollars that we know about from CCP controlled entities. All right, on to COVID. Now, Disclose TV tweet, now China starts enforcing its zero COVID policy with machine guns. I have no way I'm going to be able to pronounce it. Aaron, you want to give it a shot? Zhishang Bana Airport, something like that. And Yunnan, people screaming, are you going to kill me? We got a video associated with that or did I give that to you, Will? Yep. It was, go ahead, play it if you got it. <laughs> there you go. I just want you to see now. This is everybody's dream who's a leftist. 
And you're like, no, I know Democrats. No, it really is. They, they don't think any of this will ever affect them. Understand that it's their dream, not for us. It's their dream for you. Because this is what Dan, Dan Bongino says. This is a quote from him, if I get it right. We think of the Democrats as people with bad ideas. They think of us, and look at, the, look at what's happening here. They think of us as bad people with ideas. This is, they believe that this, their tyranny will never turn on them, that this will never happen to them. All, just so everybody knows who complied with COVID that's watching this right now, if you complied with COVID, these are the people complying with COVID. And now this zero, what, what is zero COVID? Zero COVID is simply a way, because will you ever have, have you ever had zero Corona? You know, the common cold is a coronavirus. Have we ever had zero Corona? No. Have we ever had zero flu? No. Flu A, flu B? No. It's impossible because the particles are way too small for us to manage. Masks do nothing. Lockdowns do nothing. Social distancing does nothing. There's nothing you can do outside of, of, of Matthew 16, 19, binding and loosing. There's nothing you can do to keep a viral infection from spreading. Nothing. We got the Rage Against the Machine video. Did I give that to you? Is that next? All right, put that on there. Um, let me see what well, I you'll got. notice this yeah, right after you go through security at the McNamara Terminal at Metro Airport. Yeah, it's a big screen offering up something called parallel reality to help passengers figure out where to go and a whole lot more. Everyone cast me live at DTW tonight. This looks pretty cool, Everod. Oh, it is absolutely incredible technology, Jason and Karen. You just have to see it for yourselves. Normally, when you're trying to catch your flight and you have to figure out what your gate information is, your boarding time, you would take a look at the big board right here and have to scan through all of the different flights that are on there. But now, Delta has created this personalized big board just for you. Watch this. <laughs> oh my God! This big arch and information desk is getting all kinds of reaction from passengers traveling through Metro Airport. It's very cool. Passengers like the Adi family had never seen it before and wondered, what the heck is it? I was kind of surprised. I didn't know exactly what I was looking for because they didn't tell us what we were supposed to be looking for. So when I saw my name up there, I was like, can everybody see my information? Then I realized my sister could only see hers. My name, first name is up there and it says what medallion status I have, mm -hmm. everything, all pretty much all the details, which gate, how many minutes I had to walk through. I see you trying to fool me. <laughs> There's no fooling here. With each Delta passenger walking through, the board displays only their travel itinerary. I see that there's see nothing it? on the screen. But what do you see up for you? I see that there is uh, there's Hello Virgil, thank you for flying Delta. Yay 30, I'm 838, three minute walk. Perfect. The display fundamentally can direct different contents towards each person that looks at it. Above us is a motion sensor that detects moving objects as they're walking around. What? And when one of these moving objects scans their boarding pass, that's how the display knows to direct that flight information towards that moving object as they're walking around. That is wild. And the display can show personalized flight information for up to 100 travelers at a time. So how it all works is pretty simple. All you have to do is walk up to the desk, scan your boarding pass, and your boarding information is displayed on the big screen only for you to see. The technology behind it is what makes it all possible. And it's in the pixels of the display itself. Wow. So each pixel is capable of controlling the color of light that it projects. 
So, of course, how does all this happen? This is the plan. I was talking about zero COVID. Zero COVID's impossible. But once again, they'll bring back COVID to take away more of your freedoms. That will work for a little while. And then they'll bring back climate. Then they'll bring climate change to take away more of your freedoms. And again, this is the, this is the example that I always use. Say during COVID, we lost 25% of our freedoms. Let's say that's, that's what I like. No way, Tom. No, really, you still can't fly into America. One of the few countries on the planet, you can't fly into America unless you're vaccinated. And the, and, and the reason why is to stop transmission and infection. Using a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission and infection. So if it makes no sense whatsoever to have a mandate in place or a, a vaccine passport in place, because the purpose of the passport and the mandate was to stop transmission based on a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission, then why are the mandates and passports still in place? So if you say we lost 25% of our, of our rights and, and, we, and we win back 7%, so we now have only lost 18%. And then they usher in climate change and take back 10. So now we're at 28%. And then we, we only gained back three. So now we still at 25% loss. And that's the thing, back, back and forth, back and forth. And we never get back all of our freedoms. We never truly get them all back. That's the purpose of all this. When you look at what's happening at the airport there, that's already happening in China. And it's off of a QR code that right now you voluntarily go up and scan. But what happens now, I know a lot of people use QR codes to pay for things, use QR codes as tickets. Now, what happens eventually when you don't, then when you don't have to scan anything, when it just scans you? That's the purpose of it all. Understand that this is all about, whether it's climate, whether it's COVID, whether it's uh, systemic racism, transgender ag- agenda, homosexual agenda, rampant crime to take, end up taking away your guns because there's a crime problem. Never needs to be a crime problem. If you, simply, uh, if you simply enforce broken windows policing, you never have a crime problem. It's a purposeful crime problem so that they can come in and take control of your life. Step one will be to take away your guns because there's a gun problem because the Soros bought and paid for DAs are refusing to enforce the current gun laws. That's the purpose of it all. Understand that. It's always to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point. That's what it's been. I mean, come on. You have to see it with the vaccine passports predicated, all, all predicated on the, on the stopping of transmission and infection using a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission or infection. Every single vaccine law rule, our military, you still are being forcibly discharged out of the military if you have not been vaccinated by an illegal vaccination, illegal violation of their military contract, which I don't have time to get into tonight. But well, I actually might because I've got maybe a slide about that in a minute here. But it's all about leveraging control. If if the very the very moment that we found out that the vaccines do not stop transmission and infection, why didn't every requirement for vaccinations be taken down? Why? Because all mandates and all passporting are all are all predicated on stopping transmission and infection. But once you know that the vaccinated and the, va- and the unvaccinated transmit at the same rate, actually, the vaccinated transmit worse. You're actually more in danger of catching COVID from a vaccinated person because they carry 250 times the amount of the viral load of COVID-19 in the nasal pharynx than does an unvaccinated person. That's absolute fact. And, and, how, and how COVID is actually transmitted is through droplets. That's it sneezing into the air droplets things like that it's it, it's not really qualified as an airborne virus 
but it's a it's a you know a mucus a spit uh, a born virus. So they should have all come down, but they don't. And this, when you see things like this in American airports, understand that that's already happening in China. I'm finally getting off China now. This is this is a, this is a Curtis Hoke video, and this is this is the military thing that I wanted to talk to you about. Play it for me. I wanted to ask the the president recently praised a group of Coast Guard rescue swimmers. One of them reportedly um, faces termination because he isn't vaccinated. And I'm curious, given the threats that we're facing abroad, would the president ever reconsider uh, that vaccination requirement or consider issuing more exemptions? So. As you, as, as you can imagine, the president has the most, the deepest respect uh, for the U.S. Coast Guard. Uh, that is something that uh, uh, you would hear from him uh, directly. Uh, and the country, the president and the country are grateful for all of the U.S. Coast Guard heroes uh, that have led the effort uh, to save uh, lives in Florida. Uh, we have seen that with our very own eyes uh, these past couple of days. Uh, I would refer you specifically to the U.S. Coast Guard on this on this issue, on this individual questions. It's not something that I would uh, comment from here, but uh, you know there. Uh, of course, uh, have been multiple vaccination requirements, as you know, in place for quite some time. Uh, and uh, but again, I'm not going to comment here from here on an individual. So there we go. Now, let me address a few things in that video. First of all, let's just let's let's go right to the Coast Guardsman, the one, one of the ones who's heroically rescued people here in the state of Florida from the ravages of Hurricane Ian. So that guy that well, I don't know how the ranks work in the Coast Guard. I'll just call him a guardsman. So that Coast Guardsman, he will be, because of Joe Biden, will be removed from the Coast Guard. It's going to happen. They don't listen to your exemptions. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't process them. They don't listen. Based on what is he going to be removed? He's going to be either sort of honorably or dishonorably discharged from the Coast Guard because he refuses to take a vaccine. The reason why they're mandating the vaccine is to stop transmission and infection, using a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission or infection. And I told you I didn't have time for this, so not, unless I got to the slide, which now I do. Again, illegally va- vaccinating every single, per, every single uh person in the navy every every single soldier in the army every single marine every single coast guardsman every single person in the military is being vaccinated with an illegal vaccination every person in the air force everybody because not one i repeat not one of them has ever been vaccinated with comirnaty which is the only fda approved drug that's it I don't understand why lawyers are not salivating over all of these illegal discharges and these abuses of human rights, forcing people to take a gene-altering therapeutic that's not FDA-approved in the military contract that every... I'm sitting right next to a Marine here, fought in a foreign war. The government News changing these slides. His name's Will. When you ever hear me say the name, Will. They only have the right... To vaccinate, when he signed up, when he signed that dotted line, probably you went to Paris Island, right? When he went to Paris Island, he signed on that. He said, you know what? I'm now the Marines. I belong to the Marines. And how many years did you belong to the Marines? Five years. He was not his own. He was the Marines for five years. He signed a contract and he took vaccinations like we all have. But the thing is, in his military contract, he says that he is only allowed to be injected with an FDA approved drug. 
the only FDA-approved drug, is Comirnaty, and not one American, including anybody in the military, has received not one. Not one has received Comirnaty in the military or anybody in America outside of the test group. That's it. So Joe Biden is going to get rid of this hero flying in helicopters, going down in baskets that could snap in however ferocious winds they were, doing rescues of people. They're going to be fired because he refused to take an ear, a gene-altering drug to stop transmission and infection that doesn't stop transmission or infection. And then the gall of Corrine jean the gall of her saying, well, you need to talk to the Air Force. You are the Air Force, you idiot. Who else? What, what is Joe Biden's title? Anybody know? Commander and Chief. The one, why is she saying refer to the Air Force when this is Joe Biden's vaccine mandate for all federal employees, which includes the military? What's that got to do with the Air Force? These people are so ridiculous and so stupid, and I wish that we had a real, real media that would hold them accountable for how stupid that was. That guy with that Prince Valiant haircut should have stood to his fa- stood to his feet and said, your, your answer makes no sense. You are the spokesperson for the commander-in-chief. Answer my freaking question, dum-dum. It's got nothing. I mean, the Air Force has nothing to do with this. This is Joe Biden's federal vaccine mandate. Stop transmission infection using a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission infection. That's where we are. All right, Rise Melbourne video. They're finally admitting, they finally are admitting they can't tell the difference between the flu and COVID. Play it for me. You know, can we start to tell the difference between influenza and COVID systems, COVID symptoms for sure now? Um, it's not an easy thing to differentiate. And so, uh, you know, get that COVID rat test or, or COVID PCR test if you have got any of those compatible symptoms. Um, but flu uh, looks very much the same. And in fact, for people who um, are vaccinated against COVID, it, it might be a much more significant illness with the high fevers, the terrible headaches, the can't get off the couch. People really genuinely feel like they're hit by a truck. It's just like the miracle, the, the absolute miracle that occurred in 2020, where we went from 38 million cases of the flu to 1,800. And, and all, the, all the Democrats are going, uh, that's because we masked. And some of the idiots, and you noticed in that press conference there, there's still idiots wearing masks that do absolutely nothing. But everybody's like, I mean, all the people, on the, those of us on the right, and, and, and of course, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir or watching the TLP right now. We're like, oh, it's strange, isn't it? The flu is dismissed because all the flu cases were counted as COVID cases. 38 million flu cases were counted as COVID cases. Because they can't tell the difference. They have no idea. None of these people have any idea what they're talking about at all. Any of these experts, because none of them want to know the truth. People like Robert W. Malone, Peter McAuliffe, Simone Gold, Ryan, Ryan Cole, Charles Hoff, people like that, they want to know the truth. They've actually taken slides and put them under a microscope. That would not benefit these people. They don't want to know the difference. They want to be able to benefit in some form or fashion, whether it's personally or politically, they want to benefit. That's it, because they're a bunch of power perverts who want to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point. That singular access point, if they could get away with it right now, would be vaccine passports.
you and I that are watching this right now would be the ones we would be we would be shunned from society if we didn't have the Ron DeSantis's of the world and like people would say Trump listen Trump was never in favor of mandating uh, vaccination or anything like that so Trump too but he caved hard when it came to COVID he should have fired Burks he should have fired Fauci and hired Scott Atlas somebody who's looking under the microscopes Scott Atlas from Stanford, who looked at the Axe Force Lionitis study of COVID-19, which showed a 99.97% survival rate for 20s and under, 99.98 survival rate for those 20 to 50, 99.4% survival rate for those 50 to 70, 95% survival rate with all the comorbidities included for people over the age of 80. We never should have mitigated, never should have worn a mask. Oh, we, you know, we had to be careful the first two weeks. Take that, shove it sideways up your own caboose. Never should have mitigated, never should have masked, never should have locked down, nothing. I mean zero, never should have social distanced, Nothing. If people wanted to stay safe, they can stay safe at home alone. This caused us to go $8 trillion more in debt and given power to people like Justin Trudeau and Joe Biden. The only reason why Joe Biden is president of the United States right now is because of fraudulent election brought to you by COVID-19 and Mark Zucker boxes. Rise Melbourne. Where are we at, Will? Vinay Prasad put that up there for me. Was, yeah, tweet. Reviewed. Oh, this is interesting right here. I lost my order because I put my other stuff on top of it. Review, we reviewed 200 plus uh, referrals in our, re- in our review of the efficacy of community mask mandates. This is all coming out now. Look at the date on the bottom, October 4th, two days ago. The, event, the evidence was horribly weak. So now people who are looking under microscopes are saying, how do those masks work? Well, let's see. Imagine if public health has just been, had just been honest, ran a few cluster RCTs, admitted uncertainty. Now we've turned masking into a... Religion. In other words, masking did absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. What's next, Will? Because I'm out of order. Okay, here we go. Switching subjects now. Got to get to the pervert section of the show. We are we we are at war. Not real war. Not physical war. Facebook. So don't take me down. We are at war with all of the different tactics. To leverage you into a one world commerce system with singular access point. Why do you talk about that? I pastor a church and here's the bonus. Here's the bonus. I actually read and preach the Bible. I don't, I don't read. I don't preach what grows a church. I don't preach what grows an offering. I preach what the Bible says. And the Bible says he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one, no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. That's what I preach. That's what, I mean, come on. You couldn't, in the entire European Union, some of this has come down because people came to their senses and discovered how nonsensical it was. And again, if it's illogical and nonsensical, that means it's nefarious. It's, 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 Antichrist spirit. Couldn't buy, sell, trade, or travel in the entire European Union, Israel, Australia, Canada, nothing without your QR code and Mark of the Beast. Singular access point leverage you into a one world or one country commerce system with a singular access point, a vaccine passport. 
That was how people couldn't buy groceries. People couldn't access medicine. People couldn't access healthcare coverage. People couldn't, couldn't, couldn't travel. People couldn't go to a football game. Nothing. My wife ruined. I was trying to actually enjoy watching the New York Rangers in the playoffs. And she actually said to me, just remember, nobody in that arena is unvaxxed because you aren't allowed in Madison Square Garden without your singular access point. If they could have pulled it off, we'd all be right now. We'd already have to obey scripture and run for the mountains because there would be nothing for us. Oh, I'll just save cash. Cash means nothing when there's a singular access point. I'll just save gold. Gold means nothing when there's a singular access point. It's the Bible. It's all throughout Revelation 13. It's all throughout Revelation 14. In the middle of Revelation 14, when this is all ushered in, and the lawlessness, the son, the man of lawlessness, the son of perdition is revealed, then the church is scooped out by the Lord Jesus when he actually harvests the earth. It's called the rapture. But the, all of these things, understand... And what I'm about to, what we're about to get into is transgenderism. This is to leverage you into that same one world commerce system. How does that work, Tom? Very simple. You will not be able to speak honestly and not receive your mark. Okay, I'll, I'll even back off the mark right now, your QR code. Because all of this is greasing the skits for the mark of the beast. I remember a guy mocking me on Facebook, a person that I know, just a galactically stupid Christian. Mocking me on Facebook because I said masks were the precursor, were A, A, precursor to the mark of the beast. So are the vaccine passports, obviously. So are social credit systems. So it's digital currency. All of it, different attack. I can't get into all of them. But another one is what I call tra- the transgender agenda. Hard to say quickly, transgender agenda. And what, what is this about? Well, unless you call, unless you are willing to be ridiculous, and that's the same with COVID. It's ridiculous to put a mask on. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous to lock down. It's ridiculous to put stickers on floors in, in, in supermarkets telling everybody to stay six feet apart and walk the same direction. It's Unless you are drive alone in your car with your mask on, it's ridiculous. And it's all, unless you are willing to be a ridiculous idiot, you will not be given your QR code, your singular access point to a one world economy, a one world commerce system, a one world digital currency, which Joe Biden is looking into right now, controlled by mega banks, controlled by ESG scores from the federal government or the, or the worldwide government. And you're like, Tom, this is all conspiracy. It's not conspiracy theory. It's the Bible. The Bible is going to happen. The Bible is happening right now before your very eyes. And with the transgender agenda, you will have to act ridiculous again. Put a mask on. Put two masks on. That's so stupid. People won't do it. People did it all. Most people in America compliantly put masks on. 200 million Americans received the vaccination. Two vaccinations. And 100 million of those received a booster. After watching Americans drop dead all over the country. Still received. Acting ridiculous. Saying that vaccinations will stop grandma from getting getting COVID after they found out that it doesn't stop transmission or infection. Act ridiculous. Kick people out of the Coast Guard because they refuse the vaccination to stop transmission and infection. Using the vaccination doesn't stop transmission or infection. Act ridiculous. Stop climate change. We're going to stop climate change? Global warming didn't work out. Global cooling didn't work out, so we're going to go to climate change. Embrace that stupidity. One prophet after another, Al Gore after another, 
All their predictions never happen, but you will still act like it's valid. We're going to all switch to electric cars. And I, and I said this on Tuesday. What would happen in Florida right now if we were all dependent on the electric grid? With no gas generators? The hospitals are running dummies on gas generators. And that's not directed at all the TLP viewers. It's directed at the few Democrats that are watching right now. The hospitals are running. And again, whatever is the backup system is the superior system. You're being backed up by the thing that actually works. Like the Tesla drivers driving, driving around, literally, with Honda generators in the back. Powered by gas. That's the superior mode. That's the superior way of generating power. So one of those things, let's get you to be ridiculous again. You will call a man a woman. You will call a woman a man. You will accept that people are going to go in and have their penises lopped off and you will call that person a woman. And I said this on Tuesday, probably grossed some people out, so I'm going to say it again. If you're, say, if you're having sex with a trans woman, a man who got his penis lopped off and had his, his urethra inverted back into his body and, cre- and had a man-made created vagina, everything inside of that man is a man. You're not having sex with a woman. There's no ovaries. There's no uterus. There's everything penis inside the guy. That's the facts. And that's what's truth. Everything else is ridiculous. Everything else is stupid. You're saying that people, Tom, that have gender dysphoria are stupid? Yeah. I've done a lot of stupid things in my life. They're being stupid. You're not going to help yourself by lopping off your breasts. Hey, you know what? I want to I help myself today. Hey, could you lop off my balls? You know, that's going to help me. Lop my nuts off. That'll help me. When has lopping off the nuts of anybody ever helped anybody? I could go on and on, but I want, I want to show you a couple of videos. Laura Logan video. Here's some doctors now. These are This is from Project Veritas, James O'Keefe. I don't know how he gets this footage. These are the things they don't want you to hear. Play it for me. Uh, some of the Dutch researchers started, uh, gave some data about um, young adults who had transitioned and reproductive regret, like regret. And it's there. Um, and I don't think any of that surprises us. I don't talk about it, but most of the kids are nowhere in any kind of a brain space to really, really, really talk about it in a serious way. Uh, that's always bothered me, but you know, he, he, we still want the kids to be happy, h- happier in the moment, right? On Monday, October 3rd, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Medical Association, and the Children's Hospital Association delivered this letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland. Now, this comes on the heels of Project Veritas receiving inside tape from within the World Professional Association for Transgender Health, feigning regret regarding their 14-year-old patients. Like, it's always a good theory that you talk about fertility preservation with a 14 year old, but I, I know I'm talking to a blank wall and the same would happen for a cisgender kid, right? They'd be like, ew, kids, babies, gross. Or, or the usual stock answer is I'm going to adopt. I'm just going to adopt. And then you ask them, well, what does that involve? Like how much does it cost? Oh, I thought you just like went to the orphanage and they gave you a baby. No, it's not quite like that. 
I think now that I follow a lot of kids into their into their mid twenties, I'm always like, oh, the dog isn't doing it for you, right? Yeah, they're like, no, I just found this you know wonderful partner, and now we're kids and da da da. So I think you know it doesn't surprise me, but I don't know still what to do for the fourteen year olds. Um, the parents have it on their minds, but the fourteen year old, you just it's like talking with diabetic complications with a fourteen year old. They don't care. They're not going to die. They're they're going to live forever, right? So I think. I think when we're doing informed consent, I know that that's still a big lacuna of, of that we're just, we do it. Now, contrary to Dr. Metzger's own statements, the letter sent to the Department of Justice would consider any criticism or public review of these procedures as disinformation. Providers of evidence-based gender-affirming health care and their colleagues are facing increased stress and fear, rooted in an intentional campaign of disinformation where a few high-profile users on social media share false and misleading information, resulting in a rapid escalation of threats, harassment, and disruption. There we go. So there's the thing with that. <clears throat> you just notice how casual the guy is? For, you know, for, he's just talking about fertility preservation. It's very casual for him. These people can never come back. They, they had their balls lopped off, their penis lopped off, their breasts lopped off, their ovaries removed because a girl thinks that she's going to become a guy by having a hysterectomy. You're never going to be a guy. You are never going to produce testosterone. It's never, you do not have the apparatus and vice versa. You will never be a girl. You will never produce estrogen. The only estrogen you'll ever get is when they're injecting that into you. And then lo and behold, he very casually, again, casually talking about fertility, preservation, no, you know, we worry about some... Yeah, you, you, you ought to worry about it. These people's lives are destroyed. And he follows... This guy actually does follow people into their 20s. So admitting, once again, that which they denied now for a long time. Denying we are not doing any Boston Children's Hospital. We are not doing any of these surgeries to anybody under the age of 18. Then they find out that... Then, of course, the media finds out, Matt Walsh namely, finds out that they are doing uh, gender surgeries on people transgender surgeries on people under the age of 18, i.e. juveniles as young as 14. And then they come out and say, okay, well, we are doing it, but now we're receiving threats. And, you know, and they never actually manifest the threats, never actually show any proof of any of these threats. This is what, that's their constant MO. They deny, deny, deny. And when they have to admit the truth, then they say they're getting threats about that admission. So then he says, you know what? The very casually finds, you know, he follows these people into their 20s who've had their penises lopped off, their balls lopped off, their breasts lopped off, their penis inverted, no vagina, fake, a fake, a fake penis made out of the, the uh, skin on your forearm. We put that pic up on Tuesday. All that gets done. Doesn't work. Penis will never work because you have no testosterone. You have no, you don't have any uh, testicles. Sorry, it's just never going to work. That's the way it is. You'll never be a guy. So they, uh, suddenly these people want to have kids. Because he says very kind of flippantly, oh, so the dog's not doing it for you. It says the man with the scalpel who lopped off all these body parts. That's who these people are. And again, this is to leverage you. You will, you will accept this as normal. That's why you're seeing them try to indoctrinate children with these trans drag shows. It's to both normalize deviant sexual behavior and get them into deviant sexual behavior. One of, one of the leading health experts in Spain has come out recently and said, you know what, it's up to kids uh, to decide when it is that they engage in sexual activity. That's who these people are. Understand that's who these people are. 
Here's the, this is a Matea Murta video. Planned Parenthood is now advertising puberty blockers. Play it for me. There are medicines you can take to help your body start the process, like hormone replacement therapy. Some people decide on hormones or surgeries to help their bodies match up to their gender identity or how they feel inside about themselves. <laughs> your gender identity is real. You should be the one to decide what changes you want to make to your body. If you're transgender or non-binary, you may find that your puberty experiences don't line up with your gender identity or how you see yourself. That feeling can be uncomfortable, scary, and stressful. If that sounds like you, know that you're not alone. There are medicines you can take to delay puberty for a while. They're called puberty blockers, and they work like a stop sign by halting the hormones testosterone and estrogen that cause puberty changes like facial hair growth and periods. Puberty blockers are safe and can give you more time to figure out what feels right for you, your body, and your gender identity. You don't have to have all of the answers right now. So remember, it's all a work in progress, and it may take time to figure out what feels right to you, but talking to a trusted adult and a nurse or doctor may help. Want to learn more? Go to PlannedParenthood.org slash teens. So this was caught by my producer Aaron. That's actually a YouTube ad. So a kid could be just watching any, vi- any video on anything. And again, they talk people into being transgender a lot. It's not uh, normally manifested, but that people get talked into it. You have these experts come up. Do you feel like a girl today? Do you feel like a guy today? Whatever it may be. So that's a YouTube ad, obviously targeted to juveniles. And in that video... Planned Parenthood, who now, because they're not making enough money off of abortions anymore. So now, because Planned Parenthood wants to abort you while you're in the womb, coming out of the womb, partially born, and after you're born as an infant. And if they can't get you then, they'll get you later. And Planned Parenthood, who puts on that ad, fraudulently represents puberty blockers. Puberty blockers are not safe. They said that they're safe. They're not safe. There is no empirical data that says that uh, puberty blockers are safe. There's been no long-term studies at all. You want the proof? Here's Marco Rubio, who's actually interviewing the head of the NIH, the National Institutes of Health, which is the research hub of the United States of America. Are puberty blockers safe? Play it for me. Thank you all for being here. Um, Dr. Tabak, let me, let me start with this question. Um, you know, we've recently seen that the, not just the Biden administration, but the Biden administration and, and others in the policy realm have been actively uh, promoting and, and supporting the, the use of uh, things like puberty blockers and hormone therapy for, for young boys and girls. I want to sort of limit my question to minors for what they have termed gender transforming care. Uh, that's not an FDA approved use uh, for uh, puberty blockers and hormone therapy. Uh, I don't believe in any people, but especially in minors. So as, as the NIH is America's medical research agency, what, what work have we done at NIH, what work's been done to determine if this non-FDA approved use of these medicines, this off-label use of these medicines is appropriate for minors uh, seeking gender transforming care? So NIH funds a small number of observational studies to gather the data on the effects of, of treatments um, that, that transgender youth and their parents have chosen. Um, and there are also a, a small number of studies that describe the health issues and risks, um, including HIV, that are unique to, to these transgender youth. But all of the research in this space 
is observational. We do no interventional work. I guess my, my question is that before, one thing is a decision made by an adult, right? And, and especially given the irreversible uh, nature of some of these treatments, uh, isn't there some wisdom in the notion that, that before policymakers are out there promoting the off-label use of medications that lead to uh, you know, permanent changes, that there be some more research done on its impact you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now? So, as you know, tra transgender youth are more vulnerable to um, depression, anxiety, um, engaging in self-harm. Um, and so it is important that we... Uh so there you go. The guy never answers the question. Marco Rubio asked him twice. Have there been any long-term studies of the effect of puberty blockers on preteen and teenage kids? None. Zero. And now you have Planned Parenthood putting on an ad, which of course will not be blocked by YouTube at all as misinformation. And of course, there are also these puberty blockers. I wrote a list here, off-label use. And if you dared put on ivermectin on YouTube, off-label use of ivermectin, banned immediately. My church is banned for forever off of YouTube because I put out factual vaccine information. Was it ivermectin? Yeah. yeah, ivermectin. I think it, my producers knows why I got banned. It was ivermectin, which now has been, and, and by the way, many congressmen and women were taking ivermectin, which has now been found out. And the, and the packages that were handed to refugees coming back from Afghanistan were handed ivermectin by the federal government. This is, I mean, this is how it is. So you have these non-FDA, everything's about FDA approval. None of these puberty blockers are FDA approved. All of them are off-label use, just like hydroxychloroquine, just like ivermectin, but they're all embraced because they embrace the leftist globalists leveraging you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point agenda. That's all, and again, you want how does transgenderism work? You will accept the ridiculous. You will accept it or you will not get your access point. That is what this is all about, whether it's COVID, whether it's crime, whether it's climate. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. It's different tactics with the same goal. Understand, they're all liars. Planned Parenthood is on YouTube right now putting out disinformation and misinformation. They'll never be taken down. They're actually telling children that this is safe for you. And there's not one study that says that puberty blockers are safe. Not one. Not one. And that's absolute fact. All right, back here Saturday night. 10.30, 55 minutes of fury. Make sure you do not miss it. Thank you all for watching about 4.55 on now. Like and share as much as you can get. Let's get the word out. Get as much truth out as we possibly can to everybody. Foundation Church right here. We are back up and running. Not 100%, but we are back up and running. We will be broadcasting also Sunday. Love you all. God bless you. See you Saturday night. So why give to the TLP? It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. But that's not the end of it. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. We do not gauge our words. We do not hold back. So sow seed to the cause of freedom in victory in Jesus' mighty name. I stand unequivocally on the word of God, on healing the Bible. Prosperity, the Bible. Sin, the Bible. Everything. Protection, the Bible. Church, the Bible.